<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Action School Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Evan, Donald, and Rob. And before we get started, we want to ask you to check out StatementGames.com, where you can find your unique experience in your fantasy sports. Check out DocAddersBaseball.org and learn about the founder of baseball. And listen to us Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. on RadioPlayLive.com. So uh, when we ended Friday's show, we were talking about wanting to do the um, – uh, the, the March Madness Bracket Yankee Edition. So, uh, Donald, being that you brought this to our attention, you want to uh, kick it off? Right, okay. So, has everybody got their uh, lists? Yep. Okay, so. Yeah. So, all right, so we got the, right, where do I start? Okay, so Ruth and Giambi is the first matchup. I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious. That's got to be Ruth. I know. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just laughing at that. Never been in the same matchup. There's some. What I've got an issue with it's awesome. Actually, it's an awesome idea. I've just got some issues with it. First of all, how do you compare what like Whitey Ford did and compare it with a batter? You know what I mean? Or what can? How can you compare Mo to Matsui? They're both two completely different. You know what I mean? So maybe it would make more sense if it was like. If they had like uh, pitchers, you know, competing, the best Yankee pitchers competing for one area, best batters, you know what I mean? But anyway, we got this, so we'll we'll do it anyway for the fun. So we got uh, the first seed and the 16th seed. Uh, Ruth is the first seed, GMB the 16th seed, so obviously we go with Ruth. Then we got uh, Pettit and CC, obviously Pettit. Now, is that obviously a close call? I don't know if that's obvious. I would still go with Pettit, but that's a lot closer than obvious. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love the CC man, but the Pettit's got the longevity and the and the and the championship. So I know, but to just you know, you gotta give you gotta at least give it a you know make like you're giving it a little bit of thought. You know, CC, CC was that ace for us. Yeah, know? and Pettit was never ever our ace. Yeah, ever. I mean, still goes to Pettit. so nope. many champions. All right, so. Okay, so yeah, but we just explained he's had so many championships, but he's had it because of the cast that was around him. CC, literally, it was him and everyone else. When he got here, he carried the pitching staff. Oh, I love right. CC. Like, and and he had someone better CC, than him, man. and he had someone below him. Fucking, fucking CC had CC, everyone below. CC was the heart and soul of so many teams. It's just, uh, you know, Pettit was more important than Yankee. Yeah, no, but I would still say Pettit would win that that, that matchup. Yeah. Then we go Munson. You know, all the they won a different bracket. That's all. No, there's no losers here. Everybody's going to get a trophy. It's, it's not even close. <laughs> you yeah, I mean, I think this bracket would be better if it was don't get mad pitchers. At my opinion. I'm not against mad each other and batters against each other because I don't yeah. know how you can compare pitchers to batters. I'm not sure how you do it, but. Anyway, moving on, we got Thurman Munson and uh, Boomer Wells. Oh, it's Munson. Yeah, Munson. Munson. <sighs> who, who made this shit? I know. Like, how do you compare? You, you have the five seed and the 12 seed. So the yeah, five seed explain to me why Vernon Wells is on a Yankee fucking list. It's not Vernon, Vernon Wells. Wells. Boomer Wells. It's David Wells. Vernon Wells. Boomer Wells. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, well. good. That's better because if it's yeah. Vernon, I'm gonna lose my fucking. <laughs> Why would it be Vernon Wells? That's Are you my out of your point. mind? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I okay. heard you say Vernon. I said Boomer. You're out of your mind. Okay, okay Boomer. <laughs> so, <laughs> go a month in there. 
Then there's uh, Mu, the fourth seed, and the 13th seed, Matsui. That's an unfair um, matchup because it's two it positions. It, it also it makes no sense having pitchers go against position players like yeah. you just said. I really it's like having a shortstop go against the outfield. That makes no fucking sense. Derek Jeter and fucking Judge are two completely different players who have different you know abilities for the team. Wait till you see who Jeter's going up against. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I be know. pissed. It's gonna be <laughs> just you wait, ridiculous. man. Okay, so I, I went with Mo obviously. And then uh, we got Maris and uh, Cano. So, Maris. Maris, yeah. Um, then Yogi and Tex. Yogi. It's yeah. like, the, the, I know, Evan's head's going to explode. It's, are they even trying with this fucking thing? Got, no, they didn't. Your own bracket. This is pissing me off. The whole thing is pissing me off. I'm making my own bracket. I want to see your guys' bracket, too, uh, next Sunday. I better see it. Thank you. Okay, so we got Donnie... So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll finish going through this, and then we'll make a bread. We'll make our own better bracket. Okay. So we got the Donnie baseball versus Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams. <laughs> if you say Don Mattingly, Donald, I'm I'm I'm, I'm hanging up. <laughs> You're hanging up. What are you calling me? What are you fucking calling me? Right, I went for Donnie baseball. Oh my of god! Did. Such That's a it. Donald move. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so we got Jeter and Tanaka. Kick him out. Kick him out. That's almost like the um, the Pettit Sabathian. I don't think you could go wrong either way. That's oh my That's God. a tough bracket. That's a tough Bernie bracket. Williams was so important to that team. I need some Pepto-Bismol. Um, <laughs> that's, not, that's not for your head, but oh, my God, I'm feeling sick too. Well, my stomach hurts. The head's it's, next. It's just what, you know, it's it's – it's Manningly though. He's he's a you know. It's Bernie though. I know that's why it's, it's right. Well, Manningly's a top five first baseman. Bernie Williams was a top three center fielder for our team, who won us multiple championships when Don didn't even win us one. And your whole argument for Andy Pettit was championships. So I'm sorry, it's not Donald. That's that's a little. That's a fair point. I can't argue that one. Well, I love Bernie, but you know, oh, all right. So what's Donnie the, baseball? Donnie baseball had, had an amazing career with the Yankees for fourteen years. Correct. Yeah, amazing. too short. Didn't win us the championship. Didn't do anything. Sorry. Goodbye. It wasn't his fault. I mean, the team wasn't good enough around him. So, well, so I mean, it's baseball is different from like uh, like. Basketball, you know, like one guy kind of makes an entire difference. Look at Mike 100%. Trout. He's one of the, he's one of the greatest players of all time, and his Angels suck. So I wouldn't blame it on Donnie Baseball. Well, and he's boring. Would you? Wouldn't you say that Donnie Baseball had a more interesting personality than fucking Trout? Absolutely. Yeah, but no, but that's not what I'm comparing with. I'm no, just I, saying I, I know, I know, I understand that, but I'm just saying for the game of baseball, I would say that Don Manningly did more than Trout, but Trout's a much better player who's going to make the Hall of Fame and get credit for what he did when Don never will. Compared to the, the person you just put him up against, I don't think Don makes the cut. However, if you look at the history of, of first basemen in general, we were very lucky to have him. He's one of the best gold glove first basemen we've seen. Okay, so the next one is... Derek Jeter and hold on, sorry. One comment with, with Williams. Williams is the player that was called up that sparked that dynasty. He was the he was the starter. 
He's the I one. No, I wrote about it. <laughs> so I mean, the, that's what would give me. I would give Williams the edge over Mattingly. Okay. Now Mattingly spurned a whole generation of Yankee fans with his, you know, with, with his play on the field, but Williams sparked a dynasty. Yeah, and how's Don Mattingly with jazz guitar? Yeah, he can't play Take Me Out to the Ball Game. <laughs> no, okay. So, three to one. Williams wins that round, that match. Three to one to Bernie. Okay. As he we'll, should. We'll put in Bernie, then. Then we go Jeter and Tanaka. That, yeah. Easy. Why, See, again, it, it's – you can't put position against a pitcher. It, it's nonsense. I know. So that means that the next bracket is uh, Ruth and Pettit. So obviously. We have, yeah, we have Ruth, Pettit, Munson, Rivera, <laughs> Maris, yeah. Yogi, Bernie. Yeah. And, and Jeter. Jeter. Okay. So obviously uh, for that, so it would be Ruth and then. Okay, what do you guys think about Munson and Mo? I went Mo. Mo, yeah, it's Mo. Yeah. You got to go Mo. Munson for the history of the organization means quite a bit, but his life wasn't long enough, nor was his career. Whereas Mo, you know, got us the championships. Yeah, yeah, Mo is definitely. And it's it's not a disrespect to to Munson. Uh, no, uh, Munson. So, you know, I, I think I should be clear that you know this isn't saying that the, the players that we're not voting for are irrelevant. It's, yeah, that's it. Difficult. Right. But if you're it's building the level, a roster, it's the level of relevance that we're voting on. If you're building a roster with all the guys on this team, you take Yogi over Munson and therefore need Mo more. Yeah. Exactly. That's actually a good conversation. How to build a team out of this bracket. Yeah, because you can. <laughs> I mean they got every position. So Roger Maris and Yogi Berra. Yogi. Yogi. Yeah. Yogi. It's fine. Uh, so, obviously, three to one. We went with Bernie. So, Bernie and Jeter. Oh, I Jeter. hate going against Bernie. With, yeah, it's Jeter. It sucks. It sucks. I dude. hate going against Bernie, but it's Jeter. Yeah. Like, Bernie and Matsui were literally my favorite players ever. So, it's very hard, but it was Jeter. You, you can't replace what Jeter did. Okay. So, that means the semis would be – Yogi and G, and Ruth and Rivera. So, oh my God, that's I say we put this on. All right, we now we go to the other side of the bracket. Okay. Yeah, right. give us some time. That those are that, that's that's time. Wow. Let's go to the other side of the bracket. Okay, so the other side of the bracket, we've got. What a joke this is. Oh my God. I, I know. The, the other one is is wild. There's some wild shit here. So oh, good. I like this one. I really like this bracket. I, I'm not on. I'm not in agreement with you guys. No, I really you know, like. I, I think the names are credible, but the the seating on this is yeah. So we go Lou Gehrig and Brett Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna go jump off my back. Marty Banks. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be Gary. You can't even. Yeah. Oh, that's actually cool. Gary, you don't need to get a player. Not in the first round. <laughs> oh my god! Right. I actually I like the next one. This one's yeah. good. Jorge Posada and Paul O'Neill. Paul. Oh, fuck. 
I'm sorry, but I need to go Jorge Posada. I gotta go Posada. I, I love Posada. Paul O'Neill. I, I, I love Paul O'Neill too, but I went I went Posada. Posada was a side. Oh, I hate going Posada against O'Neill too, man. I, I know that's. That's, you you, you needed him though. The, the 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 way Posada worked with the pitching rotation and everyone in you know that locker room was it was huge. Obviously, Paul O'Neill did the same thing, but it's a it's a little different because I feel like you know the success of Posada really related to the entire team, whereas the success of Paul O'Neill was a little more individualized. All right. So For me, Posada and Jeter were the captains. Yeah, exactly. Dynasty. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Evan stood by that since the beginning of time. Yeah. Well, because it's true. I mean, they, they Pisada were. was clutch, too. You can't forget that. It's yeah, as good as O'Neill was. Pisada was very clutch. Up, but obviously, Pisada uh, out, you know, outweighed. Plus the longevity and, you know, Pisada will go down as one of the greatest catchers. Yeah. Well, I already know. Evan's going to vote on the next matchup. Oh, Jesus, what? Okay, so we have Reggie Jackson and David Cohn. David Cohn. Yep. Ooh. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Reggie. I, it's, I know it's been October, but he was, he was a, you know. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Scum bucket. <laughs> this is really hard for me because yeah. David Cohen is actually one of my David favorite Yankees of all time. One of those, you know, he was in that championship run. You yeah. Know, the, um, you know, the perfect game. So I think that gives him the edge over. Uh, well, also, if you look at the history of Yankees outfielders, it's much more stacked. There's much more options than if you look at the rotation and the bullpen and stuff. So for me, taking someone like Cone is because there might not be another person on that list who's worthy of getting the fifth or sixth starter spot if you have that option. You know, Reggie, he's really good. But is he, you know, top five outfielders? I don't think so for us. I don't think he was. For us, no. Uh, it's tough for me because David Cohn's actually one of my favorite Yankees of all time, let, let alone pitchers. Um, obviously, no, it was think, a perfect I think, game. I think Cole you know was... he got that clutch out. You know when he was basically a broken pitcher and he got that clutch out against Mike Piazza. You know <laughs> in the Subway Series. You know that was a that was an underrated out. That was vital to us winning a World Series that year. But I actually went Reggie, man, Mister October. You know at the time, I don't know. Tie here. It's it's a tie. Yeah, Donald's yeah. making some some crappy picks tonight. But I'm happy either way because I do love David Cohn. <laughs> I, I I wanted I said Reggie at first, but just for the sake of getting a winner, I'll I'll go with Cohn. That, that to me, that's like a that's a good matchup too because you can really okay. make a good argument for both of them. So we'll go Dave Cohn then, just for the sake of having somebody advance. I think so far the Posada matchup was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, next one's Whitey Ford and Aaron Judge. Whitey Ford. See, that's frustrating because <laughs> Judge's career is pretty much in its – It's not written yet. Right now. It, yeah, it hasn't – you know, he, he's had his injuries. If, if we see him do another 52 home run season, 
then I'm sorry. He's going to be on the top of most people's lists. I yeah. mean, that's just incredible. Yeah. But at this moment, you got to give it to Whitey yeah, Ford. It's Whitey. That's right. Well, Whitey Ford. Uh, is, isn't yeah, Whitey Ford our best pitcher of all time? Yeah, for us, yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. top five yeah. in the whole game. Yeah, no, right. that's Whitey easily. That's it. That's so I, I thought it was you bringing that one. Now, Evan's going to lose his absolute shit with this one. Yep. Okay. A-Rod versus Scott Brocious. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Brocious. Fuck I'm A-Rod. Going too. I'm going too. That's Brocious did a lot more for the Yankees than A-Rod did. I don't give a shit about A-Rod's MVPs because we only won one championship. Brocious was looked at as a terrible signing, and he was very, very good for us. For four consecutive seasons at the hot corner. He didn't make a lot of errors. He hit. He was clutch. Unlike the guy he's going against, he did his damn job. Fuck A-Rod. I'm going Brocious. Yeah. I, I like I, I like Brocious. I thought Brocious had more of a Yankee mentality than A-Rod. So, yeah. I mean, A-Rod. <laughs> of course you did, Donald. Of course you did. <laughs> Take a lap around the building. <laughs> We don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Aaron's Yankee numbers were actually really fucking good, man. So yeah, this season. is another easy pick. Yeah, now we now we got uh, Kurt, Joy, Joe DiMaggio, obviously, and Curtis Granderson. How the fuck did Curtis Granderson get in this? That's I would like never, ever consider Curtis Granderson anywhere remotely near the best Yankee list ever. Yeah, that's, a, that's unacceptable. That's yeah, unacceptable. That's completely unacceptable. Take him off the list right now and add a random person who's not on it who, who deserves it more. Go ahead, Donald. I thought, like, I could no, name ahead. a whole host of guys that prefer to Curtis Granderson. So take I think Clemens. Clemens is okay, more of a, is a better Clemens, option. Done. Yeah. Where's, I, mean, I, I put Roger Clemens there. I mean, jeez. The first what a relief pitcher. Player. I put fucking Ricky Lede over fucking Curtis Granderson. <laughs> where's, Ron, where's Ron Guidry? I just thought about where's Ron Guidry? He's not on this list where's either. Ron Guidry. Thank you. The Gator. Where's he? That's Ricky Heiser. We're going to make our wrong. We're going to announce the Chronicles bracket next Sunday. Curtis Granderson. Nick Swisher was better than Curtis Granderson. We're going to create a more realistic bracket. No, all so, Granderson did was hit home runs. Like people yeah. need to stop. He struck out a million times, and he only had one decent season for us, and the rest was pretty shit. Yeah, he wasn't our best fielder. It's not like he made up for it in defense. Yeah, he no. loses by default. Fuck Granderson. Yeah. I, I thought it was a joke. That was a joke. Now, yeah, this is a like matchup, even though it's two different positions. So yeah, so now we've got um, the Mick. Versus... No, 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 you skipped no, one. You skipped one. Well, have I? <laughs> the one above that. What's the next one? Mussina versus Tino. That's it. Mussina versus oh, Tino. Oh, shit. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Is, you know what? As much as, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, Mussina, I, I got to go with Tino. Yeah, I feel like you have to go Tino there. I thought he had a, his his offense and his first base play was key to those. To yeah. That. Man, Messina was so freaking good for us. But I'm like, if, you know what? We 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 kind of. I like Tino. 
Yeah, I, I'm a Tino guy. I'm a Tino guy. I fucking love Tino Martinez. This is love Tino Martinez. This should have been like a semifinal matchup, not a first round. Tino Martinez is my top five favorite Yankees of all time. Fucking love him. What do you think, Ev? It's Mike Messina, but doesn't really matter what I think. You guys already fucking voted poorly. <laughs> you voted poorly. <laughs> you did. I mean, it's... Tino was very good, but he's not a Hall of Famer. You just you just knocked off a Hall of Famer for a for a solid first baseman who was great for us. But no, you, we, can, you can make no, we you know we we sh- we should have won with Messina, and it's it's really frustrating that we didn't because if we had, everyone would be giving him the credit that he deserves as one of the best pitchers in that generation against steroid errors users in the fucking. AL East. He didn't pitch in any other league. It's the hardest league, and he did it against nothing but steroid users. Yeah, you, know, you do have to take that into account. True. And, and he's top 30 for war in pitchers in the hall. I know people don't give a shit about war, but that is a big fucking deal. No one's discrediting Messina, but if we're going oh. by simply by Yankees, I mean... You're going to go by the guy who won the rings. And it's not like Tino was a slouch on championship teams. He, like I said with Brocious, he held his freaking own. He did his job. Well, that, not that Messina didn't. That's what makes that error so unique and special is that we had a team that was built around chemistry and not superstardom. And it worked. You know, they weren't going out there trying to pay for all these free agents they were going out there trying to get a balanced team based on what needs we had and tino and scott brocious filled those needs at a time when we had to have it and that's why we won looking at tino's numbers man 123 rbis 98 141 rbis in 97 then 117 in 96 and 111 in 95 come on that's, those are those are. Insane. Uh, you know, I, I I think Evan's kind of won the, the the battle. Well, I'm trying to build a rotation, and I, I think you know that's what wins championships. So if we, if this bracket is about building a team, then I would go that way. If it's about who the best Yankee is, which I don't even know what that means because it, it you know it it depends on what player you're talking about and how that player is used. Because obviously, Babe Ruth is going to win the whole fucking thing. There's like there's no compare. Who's he gonna lose to? But in the same in the same argument, Tino Martinez hit 44 home runs and 141 RBIs as a non-steroid user in a steroid era. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, it's it just sucks. It, it, this this pick I think is one of the hardest, and I think it, it's it makes it you know. For each player, you can make an, an overwhelming case for. That's why this suck. This really pisses me off that this is a first round matchup. That's a great matchup. That was a good one. So obviously, I voted Tino. Well, can we kind of have a tie now? Because uh, Tats. Yeah, I was moving over. Let's switched up. Uh oh. <laughs> Evan, Evan hated so much. Bobby, change your mind again because Evan's got such a compelling argument. <laughs> no, it's well. What Evan said was when you have when you look at what the AL East was in that in Messina's days as a Yankee. You know, he only pitched in the AL East. 
He was putting up Hall of Fame numbers, you know, in a steroid era. Yeah, and but I'm then, a, as I just said, Tino Martinez is driving in 140 runs, but and hitting 44 they, home runs they both uh, in the steroid era, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, but the thing is, what what it seems like people are missing here is that it's not about career; it's about them as a Yankee. Yeah, so Tino's years as a Yankee, you have to say, were probably better than Messina's because Tino won and he did a very good job doing. It. I'm not trying to discredit Messina at all. But if you're yeah. going by the Yankee years, Tino was with Messina for one of those years, and they both contributed a ton. But that was 01, right? Messina, we had a Messina in 01. I have to agree with you there because I've never considered Messina as, like, the kind of Yankee that Tino was. It's never. And it sucks because, they, like I said, they're, they're both incredible. This is, this is a very tough one. I'm sticking with my... We still haven't figured out who won the, this matchup, Ev. Well, I'm not going to sway on my stance for it. I think it's a bad matchup. I think it's unfair to have Tino going up in the first round against a Hall of Famer. It doesn't make any sense to me. Tino should be going up against someone like Scott Brocious. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. So that's they, why we have, to do, we, have to, yeah, we have to do our own bracket. Right, and it, it feels like really, no matter how we go with this, we're devaluing one of these players, and I don't yeah, think that's fair because both of them, you know, Messina didn't win the championships, but had he been on the team sooner, if he didn't waste all those years in Baltimore, he would have won all those rings. Yeah, so I, I think we'll just have to call it a tie because I'm not moving on Tino. Well, I mean, they're going to lose to who? They're going to lose to the yeah, winner. Yeah, that's true. So, well, yeah, that's, true. that's a good point. Okay, so then uh, this is this is horrible for me because I love El Duque Hernandez, but he's up against the Mick. Mickey Mantle. It's so. Yeah, we know who wins there, so let's just. Yeah, that's horrible because El Duque, I mean. I can't say enough about El Duque. Oh, no, he's he's amazing, and we still don't even know what his goddamn age is. He's probably, like, 16 <laughs> years old right now. Devin's age. <laughs> no, like, every, every two years, he was either five years older, five years younger. It's like, dude, your age does not change that much. Why is it – you got a different birthday now? What's going on? If I had anybody to pitch a game seven, it would, uh, it would be El Duque, I think. Right, He'd be so fighting it out with Andy Pettit, but I'd probably give it to El Duque. He was so clutch. I mean, such such a clutch pitcher. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let, let's go through the next round on this then. Okay, so we got um, the Mech. Um, obviously, Mech's gonna come beat whoever's between two. So and- does Mantle does Mantle beat out Messina and Martinez? Yeah. Yes. Right, so that of course we had all that arguing for nothing, really. Yeah, and then uh, Dimaggio obviously beats <laughs> Curtis Granderson somehow, <laughs> and and he's gonna beat Brocious. All right, so too. now we have Whitey Ford and David Cohn. Whitey Ford, yeah, I mean you can't. Yeah, and then uh, and then there'll be Garrick and Posada. Garrick, gotta be Garrick. Oh yeah, okay. you got Mantle versus Dimaggio. Huh. Yeah. So a, now, now we're at a very that now this the hot stuff. 
Mantle. So that's going to be interesting. Garrigan well, yeah. All right, so do we want to go back to the other side? Okay. We'll go to and now do the semifinals. Yeah. Okay. All right, take right, go ahead, Donald. So, Babe Ruth versus Ariano oh. Rivera. Oh my God. Oh. <sighs> you know what? I have to be honest. It's got to be Mo. I really, I really want to pick Rivera so personality bad. Personality made the Yankees the Yankees. But what, what, what Mo did with one pitch. Yeah, but dude, our entire history is based off one player, and that's Babe Ruth. Uh, not, yeah. not only did we turn into the greatest team in the history of sports, we fucked up the Red Sox in the process and gave them an 86-year curse. You, know what? you, can't, you cannot beat that. That's all Babe Ruth. That's, that's the argument of arguments right there. 714 home runs. All right, so 2,213 RBIs. <laughs> Ruth Rufo, Rufo Rivera is what we're saying. Yeah. Well, see, the, the reason Rivera could have been seen as better, and I think he was a better pitcher than Babe Ruth, is because the competition in which he was going up against was better in this generation. Let's be real. Babe Ruth was going up against carpenters and shit. People with second jobs who really didn't give a shit. There was still talent, but, like, yeah, it was a very different – generation and you know what babe ruth did set up a hundred year history for us you know, so I think for I me was a little, i think i was a little quick to to oh yeah i think so bro Rivera, <laughs> <laughs> thinking even more it's no it, bobby i don't think you were wrong for giving that answer i i'm picking ruth but look to me if you would have if you picked mo and said that's my answer i'm sticking with it i would not blame you one bit yeah, you're you not can, wrong. It's it's no, a very I'm not saying I'm wrong, but but when you think about what what Ruth had, if it wasn't for Babe Ruth, would the Yankees have the prestige they did? Right. That's that's what's going to win that's him that matchup. That's now I'm swaying more towards Ruth. Plus, you need to also put into consideration, like I said, Ruth was how many years ago, and people still know who the fuck he is. You can ask any casual fan who's the best player in the history of baseball, and a majority of them will say Babe Ruth. At least six out of ten will say Babe Ruth. And that's that's what I believe. So, all right, so, so Ruth wins. Okay, I'm fine. And then the next one's actually very, very good too. Uh, Yogi against Derek Jeter. <laughs> that one's you. tough because. Very for tough. people like us, we saw the magnitude of what Jeter did, so it's yeah. personal. And when yeah. it's personal, it's hard to kind of separate the two. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many rings did Yogi have? Like 10? And, yeah. Yeah. He had 10 rings. He was he was literally the greatest catcher for, I don't know, 15-plus years, which is it's a hard sport. And like Babe Ruth, he's a name that was known, as is Derek Jeter, though. I mean, if you do top five Yankees, Ruth, uh, Jeter, and Yogi are usually in that top five. Yeah. So this one's really tough, but I'm going to go Yogi. This one is tough. Looking at Yogi's stats, obviously, his MLB career, 358 home runs and 1,400 RBIs. 
I, but I think when you match up, when when you when you uh, eighteen-time All-Star, to interrupt, eighteen-time All-Star, ten-time World Champion, career batting average of two eighty-five, MVP, and he's widely regarded as the greatest catcher in baseball history. <laughs> okay, so that is tough. You know what? I'm actually, and I'm I'm gonna give the edge to Jeter. Me too. Only because of the the hit, the total hits. Games played, um, just the you know the Yankee numbers that he amassed in his career. Just you know, even with you know the, the stack lineups that they had, he still had yeah. to produce. Nope. This is why I Sorry, hate. Five I, rings, three thousand four hundred and sixty-five hits. That is fucking insane. Fourteen-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove, five-time Silver Slugger, two-time Hagan. Insane. If you take Yogi Berra out, you're taking ten rings away. But as you say, it's so personal because the rest of baseball made it a, a thing to underrate Derek Jeter for some crazy reason. Um, no, he's we not saw underrated, him. dude. The, I think but, the issue is that he every baseball player has certain things that you could be critical of. And when you're critical of someone's favorite Yankee or one of the best in the history of the Yankees, people get all offended and stuff. The only thing people ever criticize Derek Jeter for is his range. And it's a fact he had bad range. So I don't understand why the whole devaluation of him is there based on that one statement. Yeah. I think another argument, I think another thing that people forget about with Jeter is how many players wore number two when they made it to the major leagues because that was Jeter's number. Yeah. Yeah, the same way, you know. Oh. <laughs> what, why does that have to do with anything? The players that he inspired to play. Yeah, he's inspired a lot of people. And, and Yogi didn't? No, I'm not saying Yogi didn't. I mean, I think every player who's ever played the history of the game inspired the generation before them. It's, you know, it's that's just how it is. But can you we all we all had someone who we looked up to as well. You know, I think the fun part about the, the, these these debate these arguments or debates is we're, we're in agreement with everything each other is saying. You know, even though we still have our you know who who we prefer in the bracket. If Yogi Berra had done everything he did in the 1990s and 2000s, you would be thinking very different thoughts right now. You probably would. I'll tell you one thing I don't agree with, and that's Donald picking A Rod. <laughs> I'm still pissed by that. I might not talk to him for like a week. Fuck A Rod. So, <laughs> I know it's just, know. it's just about Jeter. I mean, I guess with the recency bias, and we've all seen him hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, often live. You know, you, you kind of go with the recency bias a little bit. I mean, he. You know what? He's the heart of the team. He was I'm the actually going to make an argument with Evan's side. And that's of all personality. Yogi had a phenomenal personality for marketing of the game. Yeah. Right. That's something I that know. we push here a lot. So on that merit alone, I would give the edge to Yogi because of the marketability. Yeah, but Jeter was Jeter was Jeter, though. Dude. It's not Jesus like he was incredibly marginal. Yogi-isms, you didn't see, you know, it was, Yogi took it to it is uh, a very unique level. And it's really what he's meant to the game after, even after he retired. 
where Jeter, when he retired, he kind of he kind of stepped away. You don't even, you know, think of all the 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 spring trainings and the opening days, the old timers day, or that Yogi was at. Plus, Yogi died a Yankee. Guess what? Jeter's not a Yankee anymore. He's a fucking Marlin, people. So that's a win for Yogi. All right. That's the yeah, we'll we'll go with Yogi. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like fight it. It's not that big of a deal or anything. No, because Jeter's gonna lose to Babe Ruth anyway. So it doesn't yeah. matter where we go here. Yogi's yeah. gonna lose to him as well. It's a, it's a really tough one. I don't think there's anybody wrong because Yogi's a fucking that's right. it's, it's, it is it does get but that's the point of these. It's supposed to get tough. Yeah. Um, you know, we we we're, we're friends enough where the debates aren't gonna matter. Well, yeah. it's tough though. Because it's really hard to say not say Derek Jeter, who's you know, yeah, yeah. What, or what for, he's meant to, to the Yankees. The, he is the modern. 12, he is the modern Yankee. He is the captain. Twelve still the captain. Years we had prime Jeter, who was easily one of the best shortstops in the history of the game. Like yeah. that's you. You can't. You can't. And one of the clutchest players in in baseball history. There's. Very few people that are as close. Well, as you talk about inspiring other players. I mean, how many guys did the jump throw? How many guys, like Bobby said, wear number two? I mean, how many yeah. times did you, as a kid on the street, mimic his batting stand? I mean, he inspired a whole generation, and I'm sure Barrett did too. I, I hate having a pick between these two. This is where he's the to. face of modern baseball. I mean, yeah, even if baseball don't want to admit it, he is the face of modern baseball. It's a tough one. This one, this one is tough. But I'm giving the edge to Yogi based on his merits as a Yankee after retirement. I think that gives him the edge. I mean, you can't blame Jeter. He said he always. I can't really blame Jeter for that. Yeah. I mean, you can blame him for buying. I mean, Yogi managed the Mets. I mean, that doesn't detract from 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 Yogi being a Yankee legend, you know. So. Of course it does. It's your entire career in baseball. Only his first half will be known as the Yankee. When Derek Jeter dies, there's going to be far more years of him not being a Yankee than of him being a Yankee. And also, th- you know, another, nah, I don't like that point. Another, another thing I think you don't have to like a point. It's valid point, and it's, it's true. Not really valid. I think of course, it is. If he owns the Marlins for thirty years, he's going to have more. If he wins five championships, what if he owns a baseball team? Thirty years, yeah, dude. If he owns a baseball team, no. I think I think how did George Steinbrenner make his money? I think something else exactly. he's known for the second half of his life, not the first half. Yeah, but he didn't play. He doesn't have to. He bought Jeter. a team and then became something that he wasn't because of his investment. Right, we're going, we're flying off course. I'm not so anyway, at the end of the day, Jeter or Yogi's probably gonna lose to Babe Ruth anyway. I think we can pretty much settle on that, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right, so who's next? Does William Shakespeare down there, does he agree with the candlelight? I don't you agree with anything that? you say, Donald. All right, Shakespeare. How's the candles going? So, anyway, so <laughs> Babe Ruth. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Babe Ruth makes it to the final. Now on the other one, oh. we go. wait, will we in the finals already? No, oh. so he makes it. He makes it to the. Well, he makes it to the one half final, right? The semifinal. 
No, he's going to be in the final because he's going against Barra. So, what yeah. Donald's thing is so that we already Barra... know that Root's going to end up in the final. Yeah, so, that's what my point is. Okay. All I don't right, think it's that easy. I'm getting confused. <laughs> Shocked. And then on the other side, this is where it gets kind of interesting. So, what are you guys? What are you guys thinking here between uh, Joe DiMaggio and the Mick? Mantle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mantle. DiMaggio and Mantle. Shit. Mantle. Ma- DiMaggio is a dick, according to sixty-one. <laughs> Going Mantle. <laughs> you know the <laughs> really rogue. Their careers are sixty-one. <laughs> their careers are fucking it. incredible. I, I was it. looking at their careers. Yeah, it, I was looking at their careers today. So Joe DiMaggio obviously is known for the fifty-six game hitting streak, the nine World Series. Of course, this is a tough one. The two thousand two hundred fourteen hits, fifteen hundred ribbies. But then Mickey Mantle somehow still beats that. Five hundred thirty-six <laughs> home runs, two thousand four hundred hits, fifteen hundred ribbies, twenty-time All Star, and a triple crown. Yeah, you, 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 if wins. you get a triple crown in baseball, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. You automatically. That's, that's the clutch. That's it does win. It's you know, really it's tough for me because I love Joe DiMaggio. The triple crown. I, I agree. absolutely adore Joe DiMaggio. For me, though, the only person who could possibly beat Babe Ruth, and it's very, 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 very small margin. Mantle. Ted Williams. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, that's a no, good see, argument. No, that's the problem. I'm saying if Ted Williams was a Yankee, I think he would be on a majority of these lists. Oh, what he did man, was, imagine that. Uh, he had the most <laughs> fluid swing I have yeah. ever heard about. Unfortunately, I never got to see him play. But, like, when he died, um, I believe it was in the 90s, uh, people at camp were literally, literally weeping at lunch when we found out he died. I went to camp in Maine, so they're all Boston Red Sox fans. But – that would have been the same case for all Yankees. Died, I mean, he was really loved. Yeah, when he died, the baseball were all weak. Yeah. And yeah. he left for four years in his prime. Those years, he probably could have broken records and probably would have. So, yeah. you all remember the All Star yeah. game where Ted Williams was wheeled out and Jeter shook his hand and Nomar and Nova. That was That was a wonderful moment. That was a great, great moment. Yeah. He's the only Red Sox that I have no bias towards whatsoever. Of course, no. It's a show. So, yeah, so we got, um, so yeah, I completely agree with you. Mickey wins, although it's tough for me because Joe DiMaggio is one of the reasons why I fell in love with baseball. Um, That's Joe. But um, we'll go with that. We'll go with Mick here. And then it's between Mick and Garrick, and that's a great matchup again. Shit. Wait, no, hold on. Did we pick Garrick versus, we didn't do Garrick versus Whitey. You're quite correct. I apologize. Well, is it really Garrett versus Whitey Ford? I don't I think, think that's so obvious. I didn't <laughs> say it's obvious. Right. I completely forgot. But yeah, I went with Garrick. But um, yeah, I would have to say Garrick. I'm going with Whitey Ford. He's the greatest pitcher yeah, in the history I'm of our organization. With, I'm going with Whitey too. I agree with Evan there. Yeah, I think Babe Ruth is is the epitome of our best player, and Whitey Ford would be on the opposite side for pitchers. I know Larson on this list. That's a good point, too. There's no Don Larson on this list. I just realized that. No, that's right. I I don't want you guys to sleep on Lou Gehrig, though. Oh, we're not. We're not at all. No, you know what? If we're having trouble with this, 
when we put our bracket out next Sunday, it's going to be insane. <laughs> We're going to actually do it a little better. And you know, Evan, how you said uh, if you get a triple crown, you win it. Luke Eric won the triple crown in 34. Yeah, see, it's re it's really tough because how many triple crown winners have there been in the history of the game? Under exactly. 15, I think. And his lifetime batting average is it's like 340, which is higher than <laughs> any other Yankee batting average. <laughs> 2,700 uh, hits, 493 home runs. Are you kidding me? No, he was and that's because and his career was cut short and he got ill. His career yeah. was cut short and he got ill. Could you imagine the numbers he would have put up if he was, if he, you know, had the longevity of the 20 time All Star that Mickey Mantle oh. was? Could you imagine? I want to imagine because it would be the most beautiful thing ever. It <laughs> would. So we've, that's why I went with Garrick. That's why I went with Garrick. It's. Hard. I fucking love Whitey Ford, but the, there was a lifetime batting after. This is fucking insane. Oh, man. I can't. I can't be mad either. Like, I really can't. Uh, well, maybe get the Whitey Ford numbers up. Let's see. What he was a special again? Yankee, man. Whitey Ford was fucking special. Yeah. This one is very tough. It's, oh, man. Because they really can't go wrong here. At the same time, you can be wrong because you're leaving somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10-time All-Star, six-time World Series champion, won once Cy Young. Um, Three-time AL wins leader, two-time MLB ERA leader, 275 earned run average lifetime. 236 wins. Oh my God! Can we uh, can we give them both participation awards? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's just go, Garrick. Yeah, yeah. We I have think to have Garrick edges it, but we can't have a tie in this one. No. But that I, makes it. I, I have really to exciting. The triple crown. I really have to. You know, it. it yeah. you, if you do that, you're that's one of the greatest hitters ever lived. Well, then we're gonna love this final on this side because we. Got because this one's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> Lou Gehrig versus Babe Ruth. Obviously, he's got to go against Mantle. You know what I think is crazy? That we ended up with guy. You know, we ended up with teammates in the finals. Did Gehrig beat Mantle? Did we did we even go through that one yet? I think I just did. <laughs> I'm jumping. Yeah, we jump? Let's, let's fight it out. Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig. I'm pretty sure we'll Mickey Mantle did edge. Lou Gehrig did edge Mickey Mantle. We all kind of agree Yeah, just had a triple crown. Yeah. Yeah, I give it to Gehrig. Yeah, we gave it to Didn't Mickey win a triple crown? Didn't Mickey Mantle not win a triple crown? Yeah. Yeah, he yes, did, he did too. Okay, so how... Because uh... look at the other stats. It, it's tough, but... Yeah, it, well, it's, it's actually very close. So Gary got 493 home runs, Manolo 536. Um, Manolo 2,415 hits, but Gary got 1,700. Yeah. And Gary had less long longevity to Mickey Manolo because he was sick. Yeah. 
but Mickey Mantle was 20-time All-Star. Mickey Mantle's lifetime batting average is 298. Lou Gehrig's batting average is 340. The batting your, average your, doesn't matter anymore, point. Donald. <laughs> your biggest point is longevity. I think that really screws up, you know, the perception. Um, yeah. So I, I'd have to go with uh, Mantle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're going to go with Mantle? Yeah, I, I don't really know. I could go with. The, I'd be happy with either one. If I flip the coin, I did. I don't really care. Because I just think that uh, both of them. Yeah, you know, it can't hold Garrett getting sick. No, it's not holding him against him. Garrett would basically would absolutely destroy all his numbers. No, that um, that's my. Point. And frankly, he did yeah. still destroy his numbers. He got three hundred more hits, and he, he and he and he played less years. Right, that's my point. Is that he? That's also know, why we discredited Mant- uh, Mattingly is because of the years. Yeah, he couldn't finish off his career, whether it was his fault or not. Well, well that was, was his him. choice, dude. Mattingly was a choice, whereas Gehrig, he got yeah. sick and had no damn choice. You know, had yeah. we seen those prime years, we would have seen significant stats, in my opinion. Same thing with Thurman Munson. If we had actually seen what he could have done, he probably goes to the top of most most catcher list in the in the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah Munson, he was he could have been projected as being one, you know, the best catcher. You know, that's true. I'm gonna go with Garrick. I went with Garrick too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Garrick. I'm saying I, either way, it's either way it goes. It, you're not wrong. So my mom's not going to be happy because my mom absolutely adores Mickey Mantle. About Mickey Mantle. I mean, if this was the most beloved Yankee list, I think Mantle wins. Yeah, for you sure. You know, and he'd be up there with Derek Jeter. Yeah, yeah, but if we go, if we we've been arguing based on the present on the the impact as a Yankee, so I think that would have to be Gehrig. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go, Garrick. There, Garrick's buried in Mount Kisco, which is uh, uh, incidentally where my grand my grandmother worked at Mount Kisco Cemetery. I know so, Mount Kisco. Yeah, so she took me to uh, Luke Garrick's. Um, All right, so now we got Ruth and Garrick, right? Ruth and Garrick. Oh crap! This is the finals. Yeah, this is the final. Yep. Holy shit. Can I step in for it? I really don't think it'd be – I mean, Ruth probably edges out Barra, but I really want to pick Barra there. Because we had – when we picked Barra over Jeter, we were given so many – his accolades. And I'm not saying Baybrook doesn't have as many, but, man, that's a tough one too. Barra versus Ruth in the last round of the, of the first bracket. Well, I think Yogi could, could could win, and I think it's unfair that a lot of the times Ruth automatically goes to the finals. I think if you – like we said, if you look at the top five Yankees, they're all separated by a very small margin based on one or two extra accolades on their resume. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably end up being Ruth, but, man – we I don't see how you can go around picking easy on ourselves at all. I just think, <laughs> well, you know, for this one, Evan, with or with the earlier point about Babe Ruth is correct. I mean, basically, yeah, he's it's, it's the Ruth house that Ruth built. Ruth is a Ruth is the Yankees. You know what I mean? A hundred yeah. years from now, everybody, you know, when you say Babe Ruth, like Evan said earlier, you're going to know who you're talking about. 
Right. And he also defined the game. He was the first person at the infancy of baseball to be both a star pitcher and a star offensive talent. We've never seen that again in a hundred years, except Otani who fucking sucks. And I hate that they compare him to Babe Ruth. You're not even close. You're not, you're not even the same. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Like, Babe Ruth's pitching numbers was actually insane. And obviously it didn't didn't necessarily matter with the with the Yankees, but his, his Rob, uh, you drive me nuts, Rob. You drive me fucking crazy right now. I'm his learning turn, so like Babe Ruth's earned run average was two twenty-eight and he had a ninety he had ninety-four wins as a pitcher. Two twenty-eight ERA. No, Ruth really you can't it's it's hard to vote him out. And then I like to vote Rob out right about now. And then there's the 714 home runs, which yeah, is Lincoln. absolutely bananas. <laughs> you so know. You, when you look at the impact of, of and his sorry, and his batting average was better than Lou Gehrig's 342 batting average. Yeah. But was the talent that Gehrig went up against harder than what Babe Ruth went up against? Well, they were played in the same era. Yeah, exactly. That's my point is that you can't separate the two because they went up against the same talent. So how are you going to give Gary the edge? What's the little thing that pushes him over Babe Ruth? And I don't think there's enough to do that. Yeah, Yeah, that's a a tough one. Like I said, it's thin margin. I mean, it's a thin margin for every semi. In fact, a lot of the quarters, too. So No, but you know what? I think that, you know, the way we were able to navigate through this bracket as, you know, Bullshit as the the first rounds were with some of the matchups. Yeah, when we really started cutting out the you know the the loose ends and started getting to some of the prime players for this this franchise, I actually think we did every player justice at some point. I we should we get credit to we should get credit to the, the website that, that created you know, I, the this was you found this from um, four savages on Twitter. Yeah, you know what? We thought this was going to be when we started this, we thought this was a laughing thing and we were having fun, but um, it tested our knowledge and really made us really think things out. I think I really like it, than we give it, you know, than we thought. Yeah, really for the like most it. part, it was a pretty decent bracket, yeah. but they, they put some ridiculous ones in the first yeah. round, like Brett Gardner against uh, what, what was that one? Luke, that was he went game. against Garrett. Look, Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> like, Grand- was, Granderson being my on favorite was Curtis Granderson. Granderson against Joe DiMaggio. Like, why are those players even on the list? I love Brett Gardner, but guys, come on. I'm like, just glad that A Rod did not advance in our bracket. It's all I'm at. I'm fine. Gary Sanchez over Curtis Granderson. <laughs> and I don't even like Gary Sanchez that much, but he's better than Curtis Granderson. Yeah. I I really did not like Curtis very much. I'm sorry. Me neither. I never, I didn't get the, I didn't get, I think it's just because he was a friendly face and he was always smiling that the Yankee fan base loved him, but I'm he didn't actually face. do anything. Exactly. I'm you always argue, smiling. See? You can argue Didi was more of a, Better option. You get a better impact than than. than you can uh, argue that too. Much better impact. Oh, easily. You kidding me? So, you can argue that the DD trade was one of the you know top five best in Cashman's career. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. I remember the overreaction to that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Gave up Shane Green. Oh. <laughs> 
So, all right. Well, I, I think that uh, it, this actually was, was fun. I actually had a good time. Even when we were debating back and forth, it was, you know, as I said, it kind of, it kind of pushed us and kind of, you know, tested our, our, our knowledge of the, of the franchise. Yeah. I had fun, but we're not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard as much as, cause what it is, is, and this will be, you know, one of my final thoughts here. We pride ourselves on the history of the franchise and the traditions of the franchise. And I think once we started really getting deeper into this bracket, we proved that, you know, this is why Yankee fans are the best fans in, in sports. What I loved about it was researching the stats from for Yogi Berra, Don Mattingly, yeah, sometimes, and you know, Mickey Mantle, you, hear them, you know, Whitey Ford, Luke Gehrig, Bieber, looking up these stats. I mean, that's what that's what was great about this was that it made us do that. You know, because sometimes you kind of you kind of forget about it. You just go, well, you know, he's a legend, but you don't look into why. And then that was one of these kind of these things is to try and compare these names. You go right, which which numbers were better and stuff like that. It was kind of fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, on behalf of everybody, YankeeChronicles.com, hope everybody's having a good weekend. We will be back tomorrow morning. We will go back to breaking down the uh, the games from today and uh, tomorrow. And uh, so on behalf of everybody, have a good night. Stay safe. Stay smart.